you get the sign of what it is you need to do in order to be in optimal shape physically, mentally, and energetically. Your blood suddenly improves. Your heart rate variability improves. You can structure water with it. You can increase ATP production of the human cells with that. All these things and, and more, right? Um, that is what can happen. And it happens because on an energetic level, there are impulses that support your body to be in real like self-healing mode. This is such an exciting podcast. This is a podcast where spirituality meets science, manifestation meets science. The power of the energy that we all have inside of us meets science. In this podcast, I interview Philip, founder of Leela Quantum. Leela Quantum is paving the way by creating health innovations that blend quantum healing energy with products that we can use, wear, and surround ourselves with every single day. One of the necklaces that I wear often is from his company. They create products that help shift our energy field as well as block harmful EMFs that you can incorporate into your and your family's healthcare routine. This is such an exciting podcast. I ask him all the hard questions that probably many of you are already thinking about. Enjoy. Welcome, Philip von Holtendorf Failing. I'm so excited for this conversation. You are the founder of one of my favorite products. The Leela Quantum is combining quantum energy and health innovation with incredible products. And I'm so excited to have this conversation where we're going to talk spirituality and where it meets science and the powers of manifestation and all fun things. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to this. So it's really interesting. You know, whenever I'm preparing for a podcast, I kind of do like what I like to call recon. And I love that this is my job. Like my recon is just getting to know people better and kind of getting to know their products. And I feel like this is one of the most exciting and challenging podcasts I've ever had to prep for because, you know, we're going to be talking about quantum healing and quantum energy and these are things that are kind of, you know, astral and out in the clouds, but we know to be true. And, you know, we're going to be talking about some of the science behind them. And it's such a neat yin and yang of two really, really powerful schools of thought and conversations. And I know you're, you're up for it. So thank you. I'm going to ask you some really hard questions. Go for it. Yes. <laughs> so first, let's just get, you know, a really great background for my listeners. I want them to get to know you and kind of how you got into this field of um, mixing quantum healing energy with a product that people can wear. I've got my necklace on right now um, to help impact our mood, our energy, our day. It all sounds so crazy, but I do feel it. So I would love to know, how did you get into this? I know you've got some background. You worked at, is it T-Mobile? Yay! Yes. And I got mine here as well. I just felt I needed to take a few layers off earlier because it got warmer here than usually. And by that, I'll also put this here on the stand right next to me. Uh, anyway, yeah, so how did I get into this? So I was in corporate Europe and in corporate US. Indeed, I worked for T-Mobile as a vice president responsible for 14 countries in Europe and then also at T-Mobile US. And then there's just a few other uh, companies and executive positions. But in the early 2000s, I realized that, you know, that was really a role that I played. And I, I was really in my head, completely rational, I would say cut off from my own inner world. Um, and I noticed that interestingly in a, in a seminar um, that was, it was a leadership seminar and there 
I got gotten some feedback and I noticed it myself that I really did not let my intuition shine through. And I would even discredit my intuition and others' intuition. And that was a point for me where I really had to reevaluate how I was doing in life. I was pretty unhappy also at that time. So then that opened the gates for me to get into yoga, get into meditation, read a little bit about that, read about some of these ancient philosophies and and truths, if you will. And a lot of that didn't make so much, it made a lot of sense to me, but I couldn't connect with it, really. I, it was just words for me. I couldn't feel it. I couldn't access it. But the more I got into it, the more I was able to connect with these things. So then I went into shamanic workshops. I got trained in past life regression work and various energy healing techniques. And I got more and more curious and I wanted to find like the best healers in, in the world. And so I've, some of them I indeed met because of my efforts to learn really also from the best. And so that was one part of that. In 2016, I went out of corporate for good because the stretch had become too big. I couldn't just be myself fully in that corporate role and I wanted to work from the heart. And that's what I recommend anyone does. Uh, and that's, I think, the model of the future that because we all have our gifts, all of, we have all of our specialties, there's no one is here twice, right? There's everyone has very special gifts and it's about to figure out what are those gifts, what I can, you know, bring into the world myself and what is my own joy. And that may be different for you, for me, for, for anyone else, right? So that was that. And then I, you know, went really into doing what is my own calling. In parallel, though, my wife, uh, who had been diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease at some point, um, she had had it for five years when she got diagnosed. That sparked in me my real passion because what I did at T-Mobile didn't really have anything to do with my passion, frankly, right? Um, and, and so biohacking, bioenergy hacking is what came out of that because I, I did not accept that uh, you could not heal Lyme disease. You know, I, I said, no, I mean, you know, there must be a way to heal it. Same how my wife saw it. So I found the next best stuff. Like every week I came with something new. And ultimately that led to the fact that I really got into this whole space and, and figured out that there's a way to work also with quantum energy. And, you know, long story short, uh, that's what we developed. And by the way, my wife, she was born with the ability to see aura and energy fields. Um, so she was extremely connected her whole life. She never forgot that conscious divine connection, if you will, which we all have. But most of us forget that, like I had forgotten it. And in 2005, I had met her. And when I met her, that catapulted all of my efforts to get more into the unseen world quite tremendously. So, yeah, that's in a nutshell the story. And now we're here working with quantum technology and frequency medicine, which is the world of bioenergy hacking, of frequency medicine, and it combines science and it combines really energy healing, quote unquote, uh, in a way. So interesting. So many questions just based off that. And I'm so excited for all the things that we're going to talk about. So when you said you were at a leadership event and it kind of, it sounded like from my perspective, it kind of cracked you open to this other world of leading with your heart. Is this something, you know, it sounds like you met your wife and she kind of opened this stuff up as well for you, but is this something that you feel like 
was always like consciously there. You just kind of quieted it. Or were you someone who this was just like completely foreign concepts to as far as quantum healing and energy work and things like that? I would say at the time, those were very foreign concepts. Of course, we all have this spark within us, right? Because that's who we are. It's like mm -hmm. we, it, it cannot go away. It's always there, but we bury it. And yeah. it was very buried in my case, I must say. And, you know, it was hard work, honestly. It took me a very, very long time, many, many, many years of, of, of work and of practice and, and getting into that to work through a lot of these blockages and topics. And I wish sometimes I would have had access to our technology at the time <laughs> because that accelerates, you know, these, the awakening process, if you will, uh, to unlock your own consciousness and all of that. But yeah, I think it was pretty much a foreign concept at first, uh, but I resonated with it. So I understand, I think, the majority of the people out there, you know, that sometimes come to me and say, well, but how can this all be? Like, I don't, you know, you, you can't plug it into the wall. How can this even work? And and I start not with, you know, countering that. I start with understanding where they come from. Mm -hmm. I love minds like you. My husband is very much that way. So, you know, I was raised um, very in tune with my heart. I don't think I forgot a lot of the gifts that a lot of us forget along the way because of conversations that happen in my family with my parents. You know, my mom would talk often just about the gifts that her and her mother had as far as like knowing that something was happening across the country. And these were like regular conversations in my home. So I didn't question these things that I felt. And, you know, manifestation was very real to me. I never knew what it was until I feel like lately it's become a bit of a buzzword. Like that's really how I've lived my life. Like I would sit at the table with my parents as I was getting older and talk about these are the things I want to do and create. And they were like, great. Like, daydream on it. What were your dreams last night? What do you think that means? And then I, you know, meet and marry my husband who is very much in his head. And when I would sit at the dinner table with his parents and family, it was like, well, how are you going to do it? Prove it. I'm like, I can't answer these questions. Like I, I can't answer it from that place because I've never lived there. I've lived here. You know, I've watched him as he's gotten to understand this world better through me and then through also like applied kinesiology is what opened it up for him. And I want to touch on that um, for a minute for some of the people in here that that might help. You know, people like you guys who don't believe this, but then come to an understanding of that it works and how it works. It's like you become the best messengers because you get it. You get the skeptics and you can explain, you know, in ways that they understand where that's harder for someone like me who just... I feel it, you know, I can't explain it. I feel it. But the way that I explain some of this to people who've had a harder time understanding it is there's this, um, like some people know about applied kinesiology healers, right? And they muscle test. And my husband, who's very much an intellectual is, he's very into AK, it's short for applied kinesiology. And what happens for those of you who don't know is that with AK, you can literally muscle test someone for something, right? So like, is this food something you're sensitive to? Is this um, product something that doesn't work well in your body? And it sounds kind of crazy, but like he used to compare it with blood analysis and his patients would get so much better when he was straight AK testing him. And you think about, you know, when you put something in your body and your muscles have the ability to go weak or not, you put something next to your body, your body can go weak or not. That sounds so crazy, but 
if I were to tell you, God forbid, you know, something just happened to your child, like I called you and there was a horrible accident, something happened, you would have a physiological reaction, right? Your heart rate would go up, your pupils would dilate, you'd go into fight or flight. And that's just words. That's just a thought, right? Someone sends you flowers, your heart rate increases, you see someone that you care about. Like these are just thoughts and we know that they have an effect on us. So, so, you know, quantum energy, I think is, you can kind of think of that as a way to like start to believe that these things impact us. Absolutely. That's all well said. You know, definitely how great for you that you had parents that that are that way. Uh, that I mean, that's that's a gift. That's that's amazing because most parents really are not that way. And, and I think that's going to shift again mm -hmm. because that's where we need to head. And that that gives kids a certain comfort and a way to really not lose that connection fully. That's great. And what you said about applied kinesiology, absolutely. You know, I mean, 100%. Uh, someone needs to be uh, trained and well-practiced in that for it to work. It's not like you can just not start that right away and yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. works all the time. So, but once you are, it, it works 100%. And, and yeah, what you said, there are energetic reactions. And there's actually, there's a technology out there that can measure these reactions too, aside from kinesiology, and then it goes even deeper, right? So um, the, the Bayes Institute, for example, works with a very advanced technology that is started with like the Decavol um, technology. And now that's a way advanced way of, of that technology. And you could literally like hold something, a poison or her herbicide uh, close to someone, and it would instantly like measure on a scale how your organs react, how your whole body reacts to that and it, it, whether it's good or is it bad and you know you can do a million tests and you always get the correct result right mm -hmm. it's 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 fascinating but yeah this stuff is out there and it, and it does work so we're very much energetic beings in a physical body and if we just focus on the physical we miss out actually the most important because we are energetic beings in the first place And also the universe, as Ian Mitchell said the other day, is much more thought than a thing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> He's very interesting to listen to. He's part of your company. I've heard him on a couple of podcasts. Yeah, he's become the chief science advisor um, for our company. And yeah, he's a brilliant mind. He's also really into applied kinesiology. And uh, so he's been muscle testing for uh, quite some time. And he runs Wizard science, uh, Sciences, and some of his formulas he gets to through muscle testing and through uh, to very new inventions, actually. And it's something that he could not even make up, and it's, it's, it works every time, and it cuts his development time by months and years in, in many cases. And frankly, we can do that too, right? You know, but we, we usually don't work with kinesiology. We just work with the... Our healers can see it instantly, like they, it's way faster than kinesiology, but we use that as a backup for certain, certain testing as well. So yeah, it's a great field. Ian Mitchell is a brilliant man and uh, it's, it's great to work with him. Amazing. Well, I'm so excited to delve in. I just kind of want to share one other example for, you know, maybe some of the people here that are still like, what is this? This is so crazy. So do you know the story about like scurvy? And the British Navy? No. 
So I'm not big into history. There is very little about history that I remember from growing up, but there's one story that stuck out to me and I get now why it stuck out. And it was about, you know, there were all these sailors, I think 2 million of them died from scurvy, this disease. And we now know that's vitamin C deficiency. And for whatever reason, the British Navy, they started putting citrus on their boats and everyone made fun of them and called them the limeys. And for whatever reason, which they didn't understand at the time, they stopped getting scurvy, they stopped dying and everyone made fun of them. They didn't know why it was working, but they knew that it was working. And so what I find so neat about that story is so oftentimes there's things that we know to be true. We see that they work from a physiological health standpoint, and it takes science time to catch up. You know, trust the science became a big slogan in the last couple of years. Well, science takes time, right? Research takes time. And, you know, I don't think we need to, you can look at this a lot of different ways, but we don't need to discount some of these things that we see, you know, creating um, health miracles while we're waiting for the science. And you do have a lot of the science and I know we will talk about that, but let's delve in. I want to, you know, help people understand what is this quantum healing energy and how are you getting it into your products? Quantum energy is, is really everywhere. And we've been able to just harness and concentrate it in a fashion never seen before. And we work with the real deal. So we call it technology, but it's, it's not artificial. It's 100% natural. It's actually, it couldn't be more natural because it's the same energy that we have in each of our cells. That's why it's also so harmonious with the human cells and, and also animals' uh, cells. So it really is the unit, it's, it's the energy behind the matter. And that's what people can maybe understand that there's energy behind matter. We get, right, that we're mainly water, but then behind the water, there's also mainly space. So we're, in essence, uh, over 99% space, right? Even though it doesn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, there's, it's not there's, that there's nothing in that space, right? So, and quantum energy is the energy behind it. Okay, without giving away your recipe, I guess from a broad standpoint, how does, maybe you can't answer this, but how is someone able to influence this energy? And I guess the first thing that comes to mind are concepts like long distance healing, right? Where people are, creating changes in other people's energy without touching them. Yes. So that was sort of the, one of the thoughts we had when we created this, right? There are some extremely gifted healers out there. And I'm not talking just about some Reiki guy, because that's like on the scale from zero to 10, it's, it's very low on the scale. I'm talking really, really gifted healers where you could see almost miraculous results. Quickly, they work with the quantum field. They work with specific frequencies and information. Frequency and information is pretty much the same thing. And when there's a system out of balance, they can bring it back into the balance with basically these tools. And, and they, But they can see the energies, they can see the imbalances, and then they can help bring it back into balance, where it's all, always also requires the, the actual uh, person that is being worked on to also that their system reacts. Anyway, so that's the basis for that. And we've been able to concentrate the quantum energy so it's available now. And now you can combine it with specific frequencies that help with various use cases. And so now you can start bringing things into balance. But just a pure quantum energy field without any additional frequencies in it, it already reminds anyone's system, you know, if, uh, if, if you're close, it'll remind your system 
to you know what's your optimal blueprint and it and it kind of supports you on the way there so it starts to bring things into balance but it's not really that the technology is doing it it's actually you doing it because you you have the energy available it's like you're walking somewhere you don't know where the restaurant is right and then there's just four different streets and then there's a guy you ask him you know okay where's that restaurant and he says go that way and then you'll go that way and and that's a sign for you and that's the same thing energetically where you you get the sign of what it is you need to do in order to be in optimal shape physically mentally and energetically that's sort of what happens so you have these signals available and that's why the physical results happen to and people bear with us because I'm explaining how it works and it starts on the energetic, on the consciousness level. But what I'm saying now is all actually proven in, in double-blind studies that were placebo-controlled. Then your blood suddenly improves. Your heart rate variability improves. You can structure water with it. You can increase ATP production of the human cells with that. All these things and, and more, right? Um, that is what can happen and it happens because on an energetic level, there are impulses that support your body to be in real like self-healing mode. You can explain it that way, maybe. Yeah, I think that's super helpful. Um, you know, some of what I heard too, and maybe this is a little bit of a tangent, but, you know, there's signs, there's messages, and we all have everything that we did inside of us. Like our body will give us the answers. Our body tells us, this is good for me. This isn't good for me. I think what gets in the way is, you know, subconscious and our patterns, right? I know this isn't good for me, but I'm going to do it anyway for whatever reason. And the more we can get back to ourselves, there's not a lot that we need to add in or take away. Like it's all just there. And so what I'm hearing is your, your tools that you've helped create in these products make it easier for people to get back to themselves. Like you were saying, had you had access to this technology earlier on, you would have gotten back to living from your heart yes, way absolutely. earlier. And that, it, I mean, once you get back to living in your heart, I don't know, life becomes so much easier, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I would say the path there can also be quite rocky, but once you really have breakthroughs, then indeed, absolutely. That's where the real life is. That's where the real joy is and where everything becomes lighter and where, you know, these synchronicities come in also. Right, and you you call in different things in your life. All these things indeed happen. So I want to mention uh, David Hawkins because you mentioned um, kinesiology, and and then we talked about maybe consciousness levels, and and he was a brilliant man, MD PhD, that wrote the book Power versus Force. You know, also wrote other great books like Letting Go, and in Power versus Force, he mentions um, consciousness scale. And he's pretty famous for that consciousness scale. It's a scale from zero to 1,000. And on the lower levels, you find like anger, guilt, and um, lower consciousness states like that, jealousy. And then as you move up to the 500, you, you see uh, unconditional love. At 540, you have the level of joy, and then you move into sort of the enlightenment zone. And he actually he and his team, they they studied this for many, many years. And you can calibrate objects, locations, and people on the Hawkins scale and measure the consciousness level. And 
the interesting part is that now you could calibrate our products on the Hawkins scale. So it tells you how high do they vibrate on that scale. And our products vibrate higher on that scale than any other products out there that, available, that are available. By, by a large degree, frankly, we have now even produced products that are vibrating at over 1,000. You can calibrate them at way over 1,000 on the Hawkins scale, which sort of breaks the Hawkins scale. But on Earth, energies and vibrations now are possible that were not possible 20 years ago. That's, that's pretty much the, the story of that. And of course, the calibration then happens through you know, the seers that we work with, but then it's cross-referenced with kinesiology as well. And that was the method, actually, that uh, Dr. David Hawkins uh, applied. It's, it's actually a fascinating book to read or to, to listen to in the audiobook once you yeah. get through the first like 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I just actually reordered it. That was one I think I read five years ago. And I don't know about you. I often will reread a book because it's a different book because I'm a different person. So I yeah, literally it's... just reordered that one. I'm familiar with the Hawkins scale, but I wasn't familiar that you can calibrate things to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. You... can you speak more to that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a scale and then you can, you can obviously test someone's consciousness level, which is a combination of various different things, right? doesn't mean that we, if we are calibrating at the level of 550 or 650 or something like that, that, that we don't have anger anymore, right? We can still have a place where there's some anger, but it's always about the dominant and average level, basically. And you can literally measure location. So do a fun thing and just calibrate Machu Picchu, for example, and then you measure, I don't know, maybe uh, the building of the uh, Federal Reserve or something like that, right? <laughs> you probably get uh, very different results. And, and yeah, and, and products as well, you can, you can calibrate. You know, there are energy products out there that claim to do something or to, to claim to be very high vibrational. And uh, so you can, you can test that. And we've been able to actually increase these levels yeah, to an incredible degree. So what happens then? So if you have one of those blocks that are very high on the on the Hawkins scale, then it's almost as if you're, I mean, it is actually, frankly, like as if you're with a super enlightened being in the same room. And I don't know if you've ever met one like that. You vibrate higher after afterwards, like you go out of that room and you you shine more and you picked up some of this mm-hmm. vibration right and that's that's nothing different it's not a person but it doesn't need to be a person because it's all energy anyway and it's so high vibratory that it it literally uplifts your cells and it and it helps you unlock more of your own consciousness level so it's a tool of unlocking your consciousness of becoming more aware it's a tool that helps you on the inner path of finding your inner voice to finding your inner power and you don't need to really do anything so we still recommend people do their yoga practices and meditation and whatever you do or want to do and feel good with because that's great and that adds an additional layer but there's something that adds life force energy and and consciousness vibration without you having to That's amazing. Yeah, I think we can all relate. There's definitely people that, you know, I'm magnetically attracted to. Like, I just love being around these people because 
the reflection of me that occurs after being in their presence is just a person that I want to embody. And so now we're talking about one of your block products. And I've seen people, they have these in their family room coffee table. I've been to, you know, certain restaurants, Sun Life Organics, they charge all their drinks through the block before you get it. So this is an incredible way to kind of harness the energy of these beautiful people that we want in our presence by having it in our home. The Hawkins meter, the Hawkins, what did you Scale. call it? Is that something you can get on Amazon and test all of your things and all of your people? Well, so he he did not invent a meter. You would need to do kinesiology with that if if you want to calibrate or be someone that can just see the levels right away. Uh, But the Hawkins scale itself, I mean, before you get your book again, you could just Google it and then you'll see the Hawkins scale and you see the different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't put yourself in the prison of thinking there's indeed, it just goes up to 1000 because that has really changed in the last 20 years. And frankly, it keeps changing because some of the products we're putting out now, we could not have put out a year ago, literally like it's shift, it's shifting. And tell me more about that. That's so exciting. I think it's such an incredible time to be alive right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, some it's, it's, two different perspectives right uh there's there's one group that thinks it's it's all going to be bust and it's just all terrible because of all the terrible things happening however the truth is all these terrible things have happened all the time not just recently it's just now they become visible and that is the the positive part, that's why we can say it's an amazing time because the awakening is happening and the shift in consciousness is happening. And yeah, and that's that's why I find it's an, it's an amazing time for sure. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it can be very easy to go either way, right? And I think we all experienced probably a lot of versions of that um, in the last few years. I'm someone who hurts when people hurt, right? I'm an empath. And so I found myself going down the rabbit hole of like, you know, really hearing what was going on and having an understanding of what the bigger people were doing and where all this was meant to go uh, without getting into too much detail. But it felt really heavy. And I felt a lot of hate and anger. And I think a lot of people did and a lot of overwhelm. And how can I help? How can I serve? It's too big. I can't do anything. And so what I found was I had to really limit my exposure. I always want to be educated. and I want to know what's going on so I can make informed choices for my family and protect my children. And at the same time, I had to put like pretty heavy boundaries around that because I'm only effective when I'm in a state of love. I think we all are. And so I found that being in a state of hate, I wasn't serving anyone, including my family. So I think for those of us who have who have kind of gotten to that place where, yes, we need to know all that's going on so that we can do what we can do. We also have to do what we can do to to stay in a high uh, vibration. Because what's the point if we're all running around hateful and, you know, the world is going to end and there's nothing great, like there's nowhere that we can go from there. So, you know, I had a really good conversation the other day with one of my guests about how we chose to spend our time of the lockdown. And I think for those of us who were able to kind of go inward and like do some reflection and journaling and didn't numb ourselves with drugs and alcohol and media, and I think that's where we're seeing a lot of the innovation happen. You know, we are seeing the awakening. And when anyone gets quiet, there's a lot of magic that comes from that. And I think that's really the beautiful um, expansion that we're seeing now. Exactly. And so these lower vibrational states of anger and fear, those are the states that 
certain groups want to put us all in, right? That's the effort. So if if we end up there, then that's exactly where we become ineffective and where we lose the, the true connection with ourselves and where we lose the ability to vibrate high and uh, and produce ripple effects, positive ripple effects. And as we move out of these states, then suddenly all this low vibrational stuff can be there. We can look at it, but we look at it from more distance and we can, we don't need to love it, you know, that is happening. We can acknowledge it and we can do something about it. We can be active. We can point it out and all these things. But at the same time, we maintain this higher level of vibration. And that's what we want to ripple through the field. And that is what's happening right now. And that what drives these groups crazy is that the consciousness is just getting stronger, unlocking. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a funny task to begin with to try to suppress consciousness because it's literally impossible. You, you cannot, because you are all consciousness. That's literally the only, that's the only thing that exists. Uh, so um, we can all be a little bit relaxed that, you know, this will prevail and come out, but you know, our part is, and that's what we do as from a company perspective too. You know, we, we just try to do good things and always try to work with high integrity to see what's the right thing at the right time and just do what we can to, to help. And there's so many great people and companies out there that are doing great things and people like you talking about these things. So I think it's wonderful and, and that's what we shall focus on. Yeah, I love it. Well, I want to delve into some of your products. And you mentioned that, you know, a few years ago or even a year ago, you couldn't have created some of the things that you created. And I know we just touched on the why. Um, but what does that literally look like in your in your product line? Like, would it be something that I would see or it's like the energy field that's created in uh, between the necklaces, the charging blocks that a lot of people can check out on your website, some EMF protective clothing, which I want to grab for upcoming flight to Australia um, and some beanies and hats and all the incredible stuff that you have. Yeah, so those products we were able to create already a couple of years ago, and now we still have them today. Uh, what we do nowadays, we, we start to charge them with even higher uh, frequency blocks that we use. And that's what I mentioned, that the level on the Hawkins scale in these blocks, you know, two years ago, they couldn't have been above 1,000, for example. It wouldn't have been possible because of not our ability to do it, just probably rather the people weren't people ready. to be able to take it um, mm -hmm. and to that the energy was allowed to be there on this level. So that's more that. And then in terms of frequencies, we just continue to innovate and come out with new frequencies. Two new frequencies we just came out with was the gratitude frequency, for example, which helps us to be in the space of gratitude. That's actually an amazing vibration to be in. If anyone is in anger or in fear or something like that, in an easy way is to just remind yourself of maybe five things that you're really grateful for. And then you'll notice that you're already shifting in the inside a little bit. Mm -hmm. And this frequency would help with that. And other frequencies like the resurrection frequency. And um, I think we have a yeah, there's lots of frequencies that we continue to develop. But yeah, so there are the blocks. The blocks is really one set because that's sort of the extension of our technology. It's the most expensive product, but it's still completely cheap for what it does. And it can do various different things. You can just put it in your home and it harmonizes 
all potentially harmful frequencies in your home or office or even on a farm because the infinity block has a very large radius of up to a kilometer even. And then uh, these blocks neutralize EMF. So EMFs are part of these frequencies that are not uh, beneficial to our human body and energetic system. So how does that look like? It doesn't block the EMF signal. So you would still have your Wi-Fi available, which you want, because otherwise, you know, right now we could, would be talking <laughs> like this. Um, but there's still no negative uh, interference patterns. There's nothing destructive that's hitting me. There's because the it's just it's harmonized by the blocks, and you can measure that. So maybe the people are interested. Like, well, what do we actually measure? So you can. We have done five randomized placebo-controlled, shame-controlled, double-blind and single-blind studies just in regards to lifeblood analysis, where the blood uh, of many test persons. Uh, is checked before, uh, so before Wi-Fi, so without Wi-Fi, then um, Wi-Fi is turned on, and then the blood is checked again, and then Wi-Fi is still on, and then you introduce our blocks, and you see phenomenal changes in the blood, actually in all cases. Um, so obviously the before test is different from person to person because you have healthy people, unhealthy people, and and also everything in between. And then you see when Wi-Fi is getting turned on that the blood starts to clot. Literally, in, in everyone that was part of these studies, the blood started to clot, even up to stage two of blood clotting in, 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 in some cases. And the white blood cells uh, tend to be paralyzed by Wi-Fi. Wow. White blood cells are part of the immune system. It's sort of our force that we need to fight off disease. So that's not a good thing if that happens. And then, you know, the blood not only clots, but the oxygen uh, starts to go away. So the blood cells are all clumped together and then there's less oxygenation in the blood. So when you then leave Wi-Fi on and you introduce our technology, within minutes, you can actually, I mean, within seconds, it starts that you can see it on live video, how the blood cells are start to react and change. And then the next blood test was always done after about 10 minutes. And after these 10 minutes, stage one and stage two of blood clotting was reversed in all cases where it was there. Um, the red blood cells significantly improved two-way where all the clotting went away and the state after these 10 minutes was even better in, in many cases than the very first test that was done. <laughs> so it's, wow. it's quite crazy. And the white blood cell activity, motility increased, parasitic load even decreased. So those are things that you can actually measure that have to do with uh, harmonizing EMF, but also literally just because of this strong energy field, which is just so beneficial. And a lot of that's on your website. Your, your website's incredible as far as your research and data um, great images of that, you know, of the blood results. And, you know, that makes so much sense as to why those of us with chronic Lyme, you said your wife has it, I have it as well. We're very sensitive to EMF areas. Like when, you know, we travel a lot for work and the hotels just blast me. Uh, thank God I have tools now. I know what to do, but I think, you know, we're way more sensitive to it. You think about what's going on in our blood and as far as our immune reaction and our body's ability to heal, that's pretty powerful stuff. Yep. She does not have it though anymore. Like she's um, completely healed from clear. it. She's been, yeah, yeah, completely. Like there's nothing left. Uh, you know, when I first started, I think everything went away, but there was some symptoms of arthritis that 
reoccurred in the winter time when it got cold, but also that is completely gone. Like she's, yeah, it's, it's gone. There's so much fascinating information around Lyme, you know, I think I'm, I'm always so thankful that it was something that became part of my story because the things that I've learned about myself and healing and, you know, what this can be and what people tell you is going to be your outcomes in your life versus what you can actually do to impact it is so powerful. Yeah. Speaking of conferences, I heard you on another podcast. I think it was Luke Stories. And you guys were talking about the the quantum block. And uh, it was on stage at the biohacking conference where there's thousands of people in the audience. And they were saying they took a man who had a, a fish allergy. Right? Am I getting yeah. this right? Yep, and- crab, crab meat allergy. Indeed. Yep. Okay. What happened? Yeah. So he actually has three allergies, avocado, honey, and crab meat. And he figured out that every time he charged the substance in the infinity block, uh, that, and he charged it for like six minutes or so. Now we know four minutes are enough. Uh, he could tolerate the substance with no allergic reaction. And first he thought the food allergy was gone completely because of that, but that did not happen. So every time, then he tested it uh, without charging it and he again had an allergic reaction. So now on stage, I and Mitchell had the idea, okay, so if that works all the time, we should be able to also demonstrate it with a derma roller test. And we had never done that before. So so the derma roller test with the crab meat was actually really the first time they did it live on stage at the biohacking conference. And so they put crab meat in his left arm in front of all these people. And there was an instant allergic reaction, right? It, you start to get red and you have these like little blisters come up. It's a pretty uncomfortable thing. And the same crab meat they put live on stage um, in the infinity block and let it sit there. I think it was five, six minutes. Took it out and put it in his other arm with a derma roller and new allergic reaction. And so people were able to walk up and all of that. And uh, yeah, so that that was that test. And we have heard this from many, many people uh, in, in different stories, whether that's gluten, lemon allergy, lactose, things like that. And there was a pilot study done now by a clinic in Munich that has a $50,000 device to test allergy and stress responses uh, in the human body. And so they tested a 65 to 95% reduction in allergy response uh, across all different substances that they tested. And frankly, they only charged the substances for three minutes and not four minutes, which we recommend. Now there's a larger study underway where they actually charge it for uh, more than four minutes to see you know, what, what they find. And at this point, we don't recommend anyone does that at home, please, because we don't have enough data and Certainly, it's something we want to be very, very mindful, and we need to wait until we have more data because there's so many different substances. But yeah, ultimately, we want to arrive at a point where we can say, if you have a gluten sensitivity and you charge your bread in the block for you know four minutes, you can expect that range of uh, allergy reduction. Right, that's pretty much. And and the interesting thing, they tested sugar also. A lot of people eat sugar and love sugar, of course, right? But sugar yeah. is really a poison. I love sugar. Uh, you know, oh, it's too bad that it's a poison, right? But um, you could charge sugar. They charge sugar, and you cannot be allergic to sugar, but you have a stress response. And they measured also seventy-five to eighty-five percent reduction in stress response when they charged the sugar. 
So if I eat my little chocolate thingies, then I put them in the, the block uh, before I eat them. And yeah, it's, it's definitely different. You can have your chocolate and eat it too. Has anyone done that as a blinded study? So like if I didn't know my chocolate was placed in the charger versus if I knew it was placed in the charger, meaning can I actually influence how the sugar or the gluten, because I do believe we have some of that power as well, right? Like there's monks that have taken, this sounds so crazy, but I remember reading somewhere monks took cocaine and it had no effect on them because they could control their physiology. So I would just yep. be curious if that was, you know, a blinded study. In a way, it is blinded because uh, the person doesn't consume it. It's actually literally tested. Similarly, how you would do a kinesiology test, but it's mm -hmm. it's just it's a it's a medical device actually, um, and it's it's super fine tuned, so it can literally measure exactly the levels of how your body reacts in regards to stress or allergy responses. Actually, you can measure different organs, even, and um, so, yeah, in that case, th that was really, there was no help from the people. The people didn't need to do anything. It's literally just the body reacting. That's amazing. Yeah. But again, it's not, it's not enough data. It was just a yeah, pilot let's not, study. Let's so. not have people be taking stuff they're allergic to at home. You know, Dave Asprey, who runs that conference, I mean, he talks about living dangerously and he loves to push the envelope. And I'm sure there was a team of doctors just waiting, but that was pretty brave, you know, to put your product up there to the tests. I think that's pretty incredible. <laughs> um, speaking of, I want to ask you, your product has gotten into the hands of like a lot of really influential people. How do you feel that your company has grown so quickly and gotten into the hands of so many influential people? You're on every okay. top podcast there is as far as, you know, the natural health world. Well, I need to think for a moment. Indeed, the, the products work. And I think the way we've approached it is that we provide the science very early on. And that's because of my own story, right? Because I knew we couldn't just say it works. You need to talk to the people also that are skeptics and that can't believe that something like that can work. So we put a big effort on science beforehand. We wanted to have a community where people can exchange because there's, it's, it's still a technology that's, it's a key technology if you think about it, because it can be applied in so many different fields. And there's so much that can still be discovered. Like we haven't even talked about the clinical autism study with autistic kids in India that was done, for example. That came because of our community. Some people, we have a 6,500 active member community on Telegram. It's a, it's a private group and, and people tinker with our technology and with the frequencies and they find out new things. Someone reported at some point that they were able to help uh, this autistic kid uh, with, with the infinity block. And then a doctor in India who runs a clinic just focused on autism heard about that. And he said, and then he reached out to me and said, Hey, could we facilitate a study? And then one thing comes to the next. So I think it really is, it's a community of people that are interested in this and pushing the envelope and finding out new things. And if you think about it, some of the early adapters, you know, the first 300, 400, 500 people in that group, they were the earliest to adapt something that blows your mind where most people would say this can't work this is just a bunch of crap but right. they knew it worked and they worked with it and now also i think for them it's also amazing to see what new studies are actually showing that it worked all the time mm -hmm. and what it does and then the third thing is that really as you mentioned it works right it works so 
we have multiple professional athletes now that are using our technology and they're not using it because of some fun or because it's a nice gimmick it because it works it 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 helps them to get the extra juice out of their body and energetic system in situations of performance and and we're talking not just some average um professional athletes there are probably some of those as well but we're talking world champions and olympic medalists that are using the products and you know it's just still a small number but um, i think it's because it works and the interesting part is also we've never made the effort to really convince people uh, that it works because you know hey if someone is not ready for this I'm fine with that. You know, I know it works and we provide all the studies and you can test these things. Even you can also ask in real people in, in these groups, for example, how it works for them. So you can do your research, but if you're not willing to, if you're not open to it, that's totally fine. So it spreads through the hands of the right people, I think. And then another fact, you know, that's the last point is that, you know, we have hundreds of different energy healers across the world that are using our products and for them it's obviously easy because maybe not for all of them but most of them they have a very good intuition or they can actually see the energy of what it does mm -hmm. and it obviously helps their efforts it it amplifies what they can do with their clients and and it uplifts their own home frankly and so they don't need a study they don't need anyone to tell them they can just see it or feel it And then obviously, because they know it works and they can see it, they tell other people. So a lot of this really is word of mouth. Mm -hmm. That's how all the great things spread. I love that. Yeah. We run a hyperbaric oxygen therapy company and my husband, I feel like he does so well speaking on it because, you know, he had to get to a place where he like he doubts everything first. But he explains it in such a way that helps people understand. And then same thing. It's just the nature of people feel it right? You feel it. Yep. And I love working with children. And you mentioned, you know, children that have autism and obviously they're just so pure and they're so humble and innocent. And it's also just neat to see what they gravitate to because they gravitate to what feels good. And so all the toys in our home, whether it's my red light or my higher dose PMF mat, my necklace. So my friend, Joseph Anu, the founder of Runga gave this to me as a gift. And the reason that I have an aqua chain is because my six-year-old daughter is obsessed with it. <laughs> Loves it. She wants to wear it every single day. And I love it. So I don't always want to share it with her, but she wanted to bring it to her first grade class so her friends could feel it. And I didn't even tell her what this thing does. Like she loves the beads on the inside and she wanted her friends to get to hold the beads. So she broke the chain, but I just love that, you know, that was so important to her and, you know, kids just feel things. So I think that really speaks highly of your product as well. That's so awesome. And I love that story. Thanks for sharing that. Send me your shipping address after the podcast because, and then send me a number because we have some smaller capsules that we're now, we, it's not even live yet. It'll probably take another three months or so because we're so busy, but that's meant for kids and actually also for women. And it's still going to be charged very highly and it will have some beats, but only three beats. Um, and I can just send you some and I'm happy to send you a golden necklace as well so that you're, daughter can have hers um and and then she can maybe give a couple away to her friends that's so sweet thank you yeah i literally have like her heart charms on the back this is like a six-year-old necklace <laughs> girl necklace <laughs> so with that you know she there's times that she's been holding the beads and then we have three kids her two older brothers and she'll like get in a fight with her brother 
And in my head, I'm like, wait, do I want to now put these charged beads back on my body? Does yeah, that you, you influence can. it? No. So the energy always stays the same. It doesn't pick up any other energy unless you were to like use our devices to do that. Or, you know, there's some methods uh, that we have also to do that. But in general, it does not take any any other energy on. Like a crystal, for example, would indeed take on such an energy. This does not. And you also don't need to recharge it. Okay. I love it. I'm so glad to hear that. Well, I have one final question for you. Is there anything that you want to finish up with before we we close out? Well, if people are interested, maybe uh, in, in the Telegram group, now that we talked about it, I'm happy to share the link with you. It's a private link, so but you can you can share it and then people can join if, if they're interested. Other than that, you know, there's a lot more that we have done and shown scientifically that we couldn't even get into, but it's, it's a fascinating field. A lot more is coming. It's definitely an exciting time. Your website is phenomenal. And then we'll absolutely link the telegram. Thank you for that. I'll join as well in the show notes. My final question for you would be, if you were to go back in time to, you know, before you were living in your heart and really like understanding this, this quantum field, um, what piece of advice would you give yourself about, you know, taking the leap to get here, to be open to it? To trust my heart and to really work on getting to know my inner world. I think, you know, I don't know if I would do anything differently looking back, but if I had started that even earlier, mm-hmm. you know, it may not have been a bad advice. And that's what I recommend to anyone, frankly, also really to trust your intuition to find it back, find your inner world again. And and there's just some simple things anyone can do and have the courage, to, right? Because actually a lot of people, especially men, frankly, like your husband, like myself, like uh, any other man, frankly, um, that isn't born with the ability to see our own energy fields, there's a fear to go there because it's it's a field where we feel uncomfortable because we're not used to it right it's you know women are just by nature much more intuitive and they have this more open connection so um, you all feel much more comfortable in that than most men and and men also at the same time though don't like to acknowledge that there is a fear but hey there there is one and it's the fear of ourselves of our own inner worlds of our own inner wounds that we may have but if we find the cards, now's the time. Be the bull or be the cow. You know, the, if a big storm comes, if you're the bull, you run into the storm. That's literally what the bull does. And the bull knows it can't avoid the storm. But at the same time, the storm comes this way, the bull runs this way, and then help get through the storm much quicker. The cow runs the other way, runs away from the storm. And at some point, the storm hits the cow. And at that time, the cow is already completely exhausted. Uh, but it's still going to get hit by the storm. You won't be able to avoid it. Ultimately, you won't be able to avoid your own inner world and shadows. So just have the courage and open yourself up a little bit. I love it. Follow-up question. Last one, I promise. How has it positively impacted your you know, personal and professional life by you know, going into your heart and listening to your intuition? I know that took a lot of work for you. Yeah, it, it indeed took a lot of work. I think I'm at a way, way, way more happy place in my life and where I feel I can do things that I really enjoy. I get to work with the people I enjoy and 
you know, I spend time with people uh, I enjoy. And, and so that's where one comes to the next, I think. Uh, that's really where it has helped me in, in relationships and um, just life in general. It's like, why are we here anyway if we're not here to have fun and have those deep conversations that are so meaningful, right? Yeah. Thank you so much. This was such a fun conversation. Thank you for taking your time, Philip. Thanks so much for having me on. I'll see you soon. We'll see you on Telegram. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Philip. So many great takeaways. Make sure you reference the show notes for all the resources that were mentioned in this episode. I would love to hear your comments. Go ahead and leave me a review. That helps other people find this information. If there's someone in your life who can benefit from this information as well that we discussed on this episode, and I know there is, please go ahead and pass it along. Thank you so much. Till next time.